I'm Christian Abbott. I'm Nathan Lavender. I'm Sean Abbott. And this is the Red Mist Podcast. podcast season two episode 28 unfortunately Nate's not here tonight but he would have loved this the number 28 Texaco Haviland Robert Yates racing Ford Thunderbird of Davy Allison the late great Davy Allison well there you go classic car fast car too Mm -hmm. loved it great graphics great sponsorship it was awesome anyways on tonight's episode we'll talk about two episodes that of NASCAR racing recaps Crayola 301 no, 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 New Hampshire. The, no, Crayon. Oh, the Crayon. Sorry. Yeah. I keep thinking it was Crayola. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> he even asked Nate that, and it was no. no. So Crayon 301, and then we had Pocono, the Tricky Triangle. That was uh, the Pocono 400. A little bit of controversy there. From one of our favorite drivers who... Was resoundingly booed at Stafford Springs two weeks ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to uh, IndyCar, the doubleheader. Uh, I'm sorry, the Toronto race, mm-hmm. um, which surprise winner, which yes. was good to see, and was. surprise team. So that yeah. was fun. Uh, and then on to the doubleheader at Iowa. <laughs> mm-hmm. With a, not such surprising <laughs> winner, but still dominating performance. Yeah. And he, he gets full props for that. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit of IMSA at, at uh, Lime Rock this weekend, a GTD-only race, um, typically a race that we are at live. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I think we're well, not we, attending. We, we traded it for Watkins Glen. We traded it for Watkins Glen. But, so I, uh, I think that was a good move this year. It's kind <laughs> of a uh, silent protest also. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, not at Lime Rock. But no, I, I think IMSA. <laughs> but but with with the GCPs coming in, I think that was a much more wanted venue well, to go see. I'd like to see a little more support race action there. <clears throat> At Lime Rock. Yes, I don't not, care. Not Watkins Glen. No, we can get to it when we talk about it. And then finally, we'll talk about F1 in Hungary. Sometimes the story changes. Sometimes it doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we'll catch up on some racing news and uh that's about it yeah so as we as we as i said in the opening nate's not here tonight he's on assignment mm-hmm. he has not been sacked the same as nick DeVries' fate but no, he's he, just at an undisclosed location. he's at an undisclosed location so well, hopefully we'll be back with us next week yeah and uh apologize for the week lapse but uh schedules get a little busy in the summer people on vacation people doing things so Mm -hmm. um we're back and uh rested and ready to go oh yeah all right let's get into it let's talk nascar it's christian's favorite subject fortunately i uh was able to watch all two events (laughs) i will say this about the the crayon 301 true x dominated so yeah. not, nothing more to say there 
somebody i thought i saw someone saying that every time truex is one he's like one in a dominating fashion yes yes so yeah. it's, it's never like a close like so, he always just apparently walks the only it. place the only what he quote unquote home track now it's kind of weird because he's from New Jersey, so you can kind of say he's New, oh, New yeah. Hampshire is a home track because his dad drove here mm-hmm. and he's raced here as well, um, both in modifieds and his dad raced back in the um, Bush North series and stuff like that. But I mean, you could say Dover definitely is because it's cl- it's close to um, where the where the family's from in southern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But I would also say that Watkins Glen could be a home track for him, kind of you know, even though it's a road course. Yeah, I mean, you're, so, you're pretty central to a lot of places. Central, to get, yeah. To get from so, there. so, anyways, but it was a dominating f- performance by Martin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just um, keeping him right in the uh, championship hunt. Another win, still locked in. So, uh, good the news there. I guess the only big news on Martin is whether or not he'll retire at the end of the year, which has been speculated. However, I think with the rate he's going right now, I think he'll be back. Yeah. Um. Uh, local hero Joey Logano finished second yeah. in the Crayon 301 after uh, a stellar performance at Stafford in the booth. I was going to say that was probably because he wasn't on track for, for that race. <laughs> Didn't get his practice in. Right. And then uh, Larson somehow fit in a uh, sprint cup race. Uh, uh, yeah. A, NASA, a cup race <laughs> in his busy uh, schedule of sprint car racing. So, oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> finished third. <laughs> Harvick finished fourth. Oh, Nate's boy, Bad Brad, finished uh, finished fifth. He overcame a bad night at Stafford. Bad, bad to, heat one. <laughs> bad, bad heat at Stafford to come through uh, with Tyler Reddick. Oh, and then Denny Boo Hamelin. He was booed at Stafford. We'll yeah. get to the... We'll get to this week. Uh, finishing seventh uh, with Daryl Wallace finishing eighth. Uh, Austin Dillon. Uh, pre-helmet throw, uh, finished ninth with uh, Chase Briscoe 10th at uh, at the Crayon 301. So I don't have anything more to say that because the race was rained, rings, you know, it was... Pushed to was Monday. Pushed to Monday. Fortunately, working from home, I was able to keep it in the background <laughs> on. And I, every time I turned around, that you know, Truex was leading. So it's just dominated the race. So it was very uneventful. I will say that. Well, you know, you got to hold the lobster at the end. He did get to hold the lobster. It was a big lobster, which yeah. is not very tasty. I don't know why they have a big lobster. I, I know it's show and tell, but... It's show and tell. Did, um, you got to rival the <clears throat> grandfather clock somehow. Yeah. Like, couldn't they... Like, I know the old man of the mountain fell, but couldn't they do an old man of the mountain sculpture from, like, New Hampshire granite? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I don't... Like, Loudon's not really near the seacoast. It's near the coast of Lake Winnipesaukee, which is just a few short miles away. Yeah, uh, I mean, outside of uh, Homestead, what are the would how close is Fontana from the water? It's not. It's that's not. out going. That's out in the desert going to Vegas. That is. So then, what other track is closer to the water outside of Homestead? Dover. Dover is. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Anyways, just saying. Relative. Couldn't they have like a quahog? Big clam. <laughs> That'd be fun. You, you could do a crab. Oh, no. 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 You wouldn't do a crab. No. Crabs are like Dover would be a crab. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, you yeah. have to hold the big lobster. So anyways, so that was cool. Um, it is unique. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do with the friggin' thing afterwards. I, somebody takes it. Yeah, but it's not. It's I like lobster, but big lobsters are the bigger the lobster get, it's not really that good. So like, if you get a big jumbo lobster, typically what you're gonna do is, um, <clears throat> just um, cut it and bake it, bake stuff lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't go into that. <laughs> I'll go into the details of it, but yeah, you do. I mean, basically, no, no, no. I, I get you know, it. I you just, dunk it in the hot water, yeah. and then you sh- yeah. cut it open, and put the stuffing on top, and you grill it, you know, or bake it, whatever, yeah. you know. Or you can steam them, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't steam a big jumbo lobster. I always no. that always cracks me up when I see people eating them. I'm like, Ooh, not so sure about that. Anyways, <clears throat> so that covered the uh, New Hampshire race. Let's move to Pocono to the Tricky Triangle, and. Um, <laughs> My boy, <laughs> Denny, <laughs> I, I did laugh at Stafford when he got booed. Mm-hmm. I, I, he, he, he believes everything that he says is right. It's, it's awesome. It's like Denny's own world. <laughs> and he contends that he didn't, he didn't touch Larson. Yeah. And, and he did. There's no scrapes on the car. doesn't matter. You turned them. <laughs> Even Truex said it was, and I get why Larson's, you know, pissed off. Yeah. It, it was it was it was a bush move, but it's again, as you said, Christian, it's typical NASCAR. I, you know. I was gonna say honestly, looking at the replay, I would from first glance, I really didn't see anything wrong. Yeah, because they just ran him up the track. Like I'd, if he ran him up the track, that's fine, but he did turn on the the last. The the one they the move for the, the win yeah the move for the win that caused all the that was all the problem. Oh, I I thought he just got into his side. That was about no. You got into his side and walled him. So Larson okay. walled the car on the right side. Yeah. So, but, but anyway, did, did so, he did he push? Didn't he push him and run him deep in the corner? No, no, no just he, no, ran, he, back, he backed it, it was off okay. He went down. Underneath. He went down low. Yeah, ran him up, which is fine. But then he kept running him up, and then he mm. ran him right into the wall. So when did he turn him? He, he, did, he hooked him. He, he got to him as he was running him up. Larson started to pull ahead, but then he got into the door, the driver's side door, and then walled him. Oh, okay. So he just claims he didn't touch him, but he did. Right. Um, Truex said he did. <laughs> uh, Kyle Petty <laughs> had a few things mm-hmm. to say after the race, and that was pretty funny. And I was spot on for his candor in that. So yeah, as, as everyone else kind of. Duck their heads in the sand. At least Kyle kept his head out, unlike, you know, the rest of them. Uh, anyways. Um, so, Denny, Denny won. Got booed. Great pictures of the uh, fans flipping him off. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of thought I was at um, thought I was at Stafford. So, Denny wonders <laughs> why he gets booed. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, so, Denny finished first. Tyler Reddick second. Truex top, top three again. So, finished third. Harvick. Again, continues this strong streak. Needs a win, though, to get in. But I think he's um, leading the points now for the non-winners uh, so far. Um, uh, we had Ty Gibbs with a big run. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Uh, Christopher Bell, Stenhouse, Harrison Burton, Eric Jones, and Chase Elliott. Round out your top ten. All right. All right. Here we go. All right, that's our NASCAR report. Two weekends. And they're off to Richmond. Richmond. I believe that's a night race. Nope. Sunday at 3. No. That stinks. 
I like the night race there. All right. Toronto. IndyCar. IndyCar. Bumpy. Repaved. Still bumpy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. And we had a very crowded pit lane. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I thought this was – I thought it was a great race. I don't know. People didn't like it. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was fun to watch. There was enough strategy in it that yeah. I kept it interesting. Yep. Yep. I was disappointed to see Bloomquist out on lap one. But, yeah. I mean, with that kind of an incident. Right. You what know, you, what, what's going to happen there? I'm not going to escape much. too much. Yeah. There's not much you can do. Um, which which stunk because I think he was basically looking just to get miles. No yeah. Where yeah I didn't I, I didn't think, expect him to finish anywhere yeah, and, high or and anything that's like a, that. I, I, I mean, just wanted a decent run. Like, a street course... Obviously, an oval with no experience, we, we you wouldn't have considered him for that ride. No, no, no. Um, um, I if it was any other, if, I think they just Shank just took said you know this is it's one of my guys I'm going to put him in, yeah. which is fine. Um, because <clears throat> um, I I just thought you know that was a good opportunity. He was going to stay out of trouble. So mm-hmm. he's been he's raced on street courses before. I mean, he yeah. raced Long Beach. I mean, racing a prototype on Long Beach is essentially racing an Indy car. Yeah. So I mean, different characteristics. Well, you have the non-power steering and things like that with the Indy car, which you have power steering with the right. But the, the, but the the same rules of street racing yeah. apply. Yeah, and so. then. I, in the cars, as, I think width-wise, are about the same. What's that? As SVG can attest. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's going to be... Um, actually, actually, did we... Um, no, we, we got to go back to NASCAR because we didn't mention it, but SVG is going Well, I was going to save that. I was going to oh, save that for sorry. our news and notes segment. Well, so we'll sorry, get to that. that bomb. Well, there's two. There's, there's a couple. There's another bomb, yeah. too, that dropped. Um, and then the SVG bomb dropped. Yeah. Um, so... The surprise of the weekend, Christian Lungard. Yeah. Well-deserved win. Um, good win for Ray Hall Letterman uh, after just a horrid month of May. Yeah. Um, you know, they were actually able to place... Uh, Graham was able to finish... Um, well, no, I wouldn't say a horrid month of May. I would... They... Because dur- during the Indy GP, they were up there. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking... I should but say the, 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 the 500, 500, yes. Yeah, that, the 500, which, yes. Was, yeah, I forget about the GP. Yeah. But anyways. Um, and Graham rebounded here with a ninth. So that that was, yeah. you know, two cars in the top 10, one winning. Good good thing there. Uh, Polo, once again, consolidated his points lead. Very, very Scott Dixon. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um, and Scott Dixon is uh, kind of creeping along, too. Yeah. Um, but the two Penske, the Penske guys outside... Um, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Newgarden and McLaughlin, uh, the bus boys, bus bros, bus, bus boys, bros. bus bros, uh, finished, um, fifth and sixth, mm-hmm. um, in that race. Uh, Marcus Armstrong definitely putting himself into contention if yeah. Polo's leaving, which we all assume he is, <laughs> uh, from, from Ganassi. Um, and then, uh, Pato, eighth, Colton finished third. Which was good. Yeah. Um, um, Pato finished eighth. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's in that part of the season. Yeah, it's the, in that this part. Is where, this is this is where he always has a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I well, 
it's it's not just him. It's it's a bunch of other drivers too. Right. Like every, there's some that have strong starts at the beginning of the season, yep. and then it just kind of tails off. There's no so. like when you get the McLaughlins, the New Gardens, the the Dixons, Pelos. Those guys are all well, being consistent. Pelos on a different. level. Yeah, he's on a different year. level right now. But you know, those guys are all being yes. consistent finishers in over the last two years. Um, and then we had um, uh, Graham and then Felix Rosenquist with a tenth place finish. A shout out to uh, Augustine Canapino. He finished twelfth. Okay, <laughs> that is sneaky. He's a rookie. Yeah. Okay. Never driven open wheel cars. Okay, and he finished twelfth here. Yeah. I think that speaks volumes to his mm-hmm. capability. So well done, to Augustine. So um, you know, they, you know, I. I mean, his his goal every race is just to complete every single lap. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's basically what, very, he's, what he's doing. Yeah. Very basic goal, but he's, but he's setting out and yeah. just trying to achieve the. Yeah, Roman had a tough. Roman had a tough weekend. He had the uh, went over a bump and the like. Literally, the wheel came right out because yeah. just how bumpy the track is. It's crazy. It is bumpy. It, it's Holy bumpy, hell. yeah. But pit lane was super crowded because mm-hmm. they had. I think that was the most cars uh, twenty seven that they've had there in the new configuration mm-hmm. because the pit lane used to be on the other side of the track, but then they built the soccer stadium and. Oh. That the soccer stadium and not like a hotel there, so that took up the pit lane. Yeah. So, anyways, so that was you know good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to uh, Iowa doubleheader this weekend. <laughs> I thought, and I always look forward to this because I I like Iowa. I wish the race. I wish the Saturday race was at night. Yeah. Or. Saturday race, yes, you can't do the Sunday race at night. Um, sorry. Saturday race at night, that'd yep. be kind of cool in the lights. But I get, they got a whole entertainment thing, but also it does give the teams more time to get the cars prepped right. for the next day. Because each race is a separate. It's not like race one ends and the cars go and park from A. It's, nope, it's a new race, race day. They do all the qualifying on Saturday, round one, round uh, race one, race two. And then the cars get parked and they can get fixed overnight. So, yeah. Um, but, I mean, Power was the guy in qualifying. But yeah. <laughs> Newgarden owns this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he literally does. Um, Penske overall put three cars in the top five in race one. Yeah. Uh, Pato did bounce back in this race, finished third. But mm-hmm. he was he was a little surly after the race, out of sorts. Yeah. They was it was like there was some weird, it was like a weird interview, and it got mm-hmm. weirder on Sunday. But it's yeah. just. Um, you know, it's a tough track. It's fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newgarden definitely excels on this. I, you know, his background is not ovals. I mean, he came up road racing. <laughs> he he is now. Well, I'm going to spoil the surprise because yeah. he won on Sunday. But right now, he has swept all of the ovals. That's all that's left is five ovals. <laughs> that's five ovals. Five this ovals. There's six in overall because Gateway. Yeah. Right. He could potentially sweep all six. Yes, he could. <laughs> Which I think is amazing. Yeah. Which also doesn't bode well for the. Uh, they have the, that million dollar uh, giveaway. If you win, one, whoever's the first driver to win, so he one race he has, the first. He hasn't three. run. He hasn't. Isn't it? You got to win on a road course. You got to win. You got to win on an oval, road course, course, and a street course. What's he got right now? He's just got ovals. New, Nude Gardens just got ovals. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you, I, every, I think now, everyone Nashville, has Nashville has like is one. His, Nashville is his street. home race. Uh, yeah, but how do they do last year? 
not so well. They yeah, they I, I struggle. Think... They, anyways, so I'm just saying yeah. that he's got a chance there. Then yeah, he's he got a chance. At, worst case at Laguna, right? Or WeatherTech, a, yeah. Monterey, yeah. whatever it is, Laguna Seca. Um, freshly repaved Monterey. Freshly repaved, um, but he is yeah. He's turned into uh, Rick Mears because <laughs> uh, Mears used to dominate mm-hmm. in the ovals. So um, yeah, he is. He's on fire. Yeah. So hats off to him. Uh, trying to see if there's any surprise. Takuma had a Takuma had a ninth place finish on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Dixon hung in there for a top top ten. And Polo, this mm-hmm. is I this was the weekend I thought Polo would struggle. He doesn't typically do well here. Yeah. Um. And he, and he again, I mean, because he when he was, what was he with Dale Coyne the first year? His first year, and then he was with, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's always straight. He's never done. He's never won, but he's never. You know, it's just one of those things. All right, let's move to race two, which was Sunday of the High V doubleheader. Um, if you're a music fan, it was quite a weekend there. Had a little Kenny Chesney and Carrie Underwood on Saturday, and we had Zach Brown. Not. Formula One Zach Brown, not McLaren Zach Brown, but the Zach Brown band. And then we had uh Worldwide Music Sensation as as young Lee Diffie said. Ed Sheeran. Jesus. I think he was his number one fan there. I think he was. It was like can you like I don't know why I was hyping it, because like they weren't gonna show it live. <laughs> it was like, I know. They was well, like And and I know that they've I know High V and IndyCar have done done a good job of promoting promoting the event yeah. and making it something to go to but they've also they've also skyrocketed the, the, the ticket tickets, prices yeah like 300 percent yeah it's something like that. It's, yeah. so i mean yeah. it yeah it, it, it it's it's, it's a double-edged I mean, sword yeah like what they should have done was sell a race ticket okay you get the race ticket that ticket's typically higher priced right so you get in. Mm-hmm. Those tickets should have got you down front at the concert. And if you wanted to come to the concert, you went into the general admission section in the second session. That's mm-hmm. all. They, I mean, second section. Yeah. That's all they had to do. If yeah. you wanted to go down, that's like like what they do is let everybody in with a ticket that mm-hmm. had a seat, go down there. Or if you were in the paddock clubs or whatever, just right. you get into that front area. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, fine. The next, the, the rate, the concert only fans. Because like at Indy, we couldn't go to the monster ma- snake pit. Snake pit, unless we bought a ticket, right? In addition to the race ticket, yeah. But if you wanted to go to the snake pit, you bought the snake pit, and but you were stuck in there, weren't you? Is that mm, how it worked? No, I think snake pit was also general admission. General admission. Because, oh, because okay. You, so you, you could had, you could watch the race because we could pretty much go right up to the entrances to and we just couldn't get in. We couldn't get into the pit, but we could still just stand outside and listen to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, actually, we could have stood on the mound there yeah. and watched it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean we were just watching DJs. <laughs> we yeah. didn't see the concert cards on Friday. Anyways, um, race two, uh, New Garden coming through the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, started seventh, just knifed his way through with some incredible passes. Yeah. Um, Rosenquist was very racy, mm-hmm. um, you know. And then uh, McLaughlin was in it to the end, and he just the tires burned out, and there was a late race caution, and yeah. that screwed him. So it was unfortunate. Uh, Dixon once again finished sixth, so he finished sixth, sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pillow re- rebounded nicely, finished third, so he minimized the damage. It, 
Yeah, I mean, the only one who put any gain on Polo was Janu. Janu, yeah. That's that's it. Uh, David Malukas had a nice run. Uh, he was in the mix early in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I just he he's he's definitely someone that's going to come into play during the silly season here. Um, and uh, Pato tenth, and there was a surly interview after the race. So mm-hmm. I kids kids got to get his head on straight. Um, I. I yeah i mean i like him but the hype on him is yeah um, i'm not you you definitely can't win every race i mean i know plo's kind of proven that wrong to some degree but i mean you do have to know your strength the strengths of your car and where you you think you're gonna excel and i know that granted they probably should have won texas um well, they should have won St. Pete, but they had the uh, the the plenum. Yes, yeah. the the season issue. The season started out with with Pato having two unfortunate issues. Yeah, or or just bad bad string of luck right. for the first two. Then you had two a couple of races where like you go to Birmingham and he throws it off the track, right. qualifying, which was just dumb. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a lot of little stuff that are compounding he, to to a big big season. I, I'm hoping loss of points. Yeah, I know. Like they got Tony Kanan being a mentor. I well, I don't know. He's Ambassador. there, Con- consultant or yeah. something on the team. I think he really needs to kind of do one-on-one coaching with Pato. Alex doesn't need it. No, you know? no, I don't. But think... and I don't think Rosenquist needs it. But Pato needs the. Um, he needs. He needs. Yeah, he he needs to stay focused. He, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've it's. I know people say Colton gets overhyped. I it just, I just think, I think part of Colton's problem is I think Andretti's spread too thin. I think, yeah. I think they need to consolidate the team a little bit and go back to three cars. Yeah, because you you can't necessarily say Colton is overhyped if he's driving for a crap team. Well, I. When you're when you're running five what are they running? Five cars, four cars, five four. Roman, Colton, Colton. Kirkwood, De Francesco. Yeah, it's four. four. Um and on honestly, honestly De Francesco's taking up space. And it's not that Kirk I know Kirkwood's gonna win this year. Yeah. But out of those four drivers, Colton's really the Roman's only one. Roman's been all over the place. Roman's inconsistent yeah. and Colton's the only consistent He's the only consistent one within that team that you would have to rely on feedback. Yeah, so, so my, my thing is you got all these resources spread over yeah. four cars. Do you have the best possible resources yeah. on that one, car, mm. with, on that one no. car? If he's your lead driver, you should have all your number one resources on that car. Also, not to mention that Andretti themselves are doing like every other type of racing. I know. So it's and it, yeah, it, it's a live and learn situation, I mean Penske, but Penske's doing it but where are Pen- they struggling they're struggling in WAC and yes. IMSA yes so so I mean every, at some point like something's gonna drop something's gonna drop I, I think so. what they need to do is scale back on the cars that's mm-hmm. just my opinion um and then take their resources and kind of mm-hmm. you know I think I don't know but they keep talking I know the Francesco is probably probably out so he'll be off the coin yeah but I the one that's probably gonna come in is Malukas yeah because well we don't know what's going on with Grosjean either, right because he's, he's out he, of contract too well he's out of contract but he's also supposed to be doing WC, WC full time next Lamborghini, year right. yeah. 
So, because he's already confirmed there. Now, the schedules are supposedly not going to clash, flash, but right. who knows? Yeah. Anyways, um, so that was that. Uh, just quick look at the result. I'm sorry, the schedule. Uh, schedule. The next race is at Nashville, which will be. Yep. I like it. They made some tweaks to the track. So right time. now uh, we have an 80 point gap between um, Pillow and Newgarden. Mm-hmm. So anything's possible. But um, how many positions are covered from JNU down that are 80 or 100 point difference? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, there's so here we go. We got um, five races left. So we have Nashville on the 6th of August. The following weekend, they're at Indy. They're at Indy the same weekend NASCAR is there. Right. And this is on the road course. course. Then they go to um, (laughs) Worldwide Technology Park Raceway, which is in Missouri, but it's the Grand Prix of Illinois. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Good. Makes sense. Then it's off to Portland. And then Laguna. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I think 80 points with that schedule is a little tough. I think if if it was down to, say, 50 points after this weekend, there might be a chance. But I think Polo still controls um, what's going on here. Uh, I was going to say, well, all right. So a, a, race, a race win is 50 points. And then it's 40, 35. Well, and we, then you're what you need two, is you need some DNFs from Polo. Where New Garden wins, that's what that's what's gonna happen. I just don't see it happening. I I was gonna say like what like wh- where's two races that Polo doesn't do well. Um, you could get caught up at Portland in the first turn. Um, mm-hmm. I, again, that's the only thing. Uh, Indianapolis get caught up in the first turn. I don't know. I yeah. Nashville. I mean, it's just it's hard. I think right now. So. Well, it, it's hard. It's hard to say he'll get caught up at in, uh, the Indy Road Course because last last time they were there, he won. Yeah. So I mean, that's one race you're already not not that he'll win that race, but he's got a he's got a good yeah. shot at a top five yeah. finish there. No, so. no problem. I mean, th- this year alone, he's finished outside the top ten, or sorry, outside of the top five twice, and both times he finished eighth. So he's never he's never finished outside of the top ten. Yep. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I think Nashville and Portland are probably the two races that he might he might get caught out. Yeah, but he has he has but, to, he has to DNF and Janie's got to win. Right. I mean, essentially, is what's going to happen. So yeah, we'll see. Or I mean, even if Janie puts it on the puts it on the podium. Yep. So right now, I think you got the two hottest drivers, one two. Yeah. So. And then Dixon just yeah. casually in there. Casually, he's there in case <laughs> pick up the scraps in yeah. case they screw up. Um. Anyways, all right, <clears throat> let's move on to IMSA real quick. Uh, this was a sh- very short weekend, two days, Friday and mm-hmm. Saturday. Friday was practice and qualifying. Uh, Saturday was the race. There was uh. The VP Fuel Series had two races on Saturday, one in, one in the first thing in the morning, one at the day with a wrap-up for the weekend, and then uh, we had a Michelin Pilot TCR race. 
with 13 cars. Mm-hmm. They did run the old okay. configuration, though. Yeah, but they, they typically ran the old config. The oh, yeah, old that's right. Anyways, Michelin Pilot so ran that, yeah. So, so I mean, it's not that, was, not that I'm that's not good, shocked, but, but it's, anyways. It's good, um, good, though. You know, so it was a Hyundai 1.3 with Honda finishing second. I'm sorry, Honda or Hyundai? Hyundai. 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 Yeah. Are they the Elantras or are they the uh, Velocitors? <laughs> I. Nope, they're the Elantras. Elantras, okay. The, the, the highest finishing Veloster was in fifth. Fifth, okay. And the Honda finished second, or did they finish third? Third. third. Okay, so third. it was Honda 1 2. No, no, no. Hyundai, Hyundai sorry. 1 2. Honda. Civic. Right. Got it. Third. I wish it was Kia. <laughs> it would be easier. Yeah. Anyways. And then where did the Alpha finish? Oh, did it blow up? Did it run? Yeah, it ran. Uh, they finished... 13th. <laughs> two laps down and ninth. Oh, okay. They had some kind of issue probably then. Battery. Yeah. Oh. Electronics. <laughs> Some kind of fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right well. So, anyways, uh, yeah. GT GT race. Um, fascinating race this was in the sense that uh, first four places were uh, GTD Pro cars. What? Yes. <laughs> yep. Shocking. No, now, no GTD did, beating no, the GTD no, Pro cars no, overall. No. No. Uh, now, what's even more fascinating is that there were a total of 168 laps completed. 20 cars took the green flag. Um, some, somewhere along the line, um, all, all 20 cars apparently were running at the end, although uh, the Andretti Aston Martin was only ran 41 laps. They got completely blown up and going to oh, the big yeah. bend that was just yeah, I, I was like how do you miss your yeah um uh, breaking point and that uh that was alimenti who was driving the uh the kelly moss porsche just missed his breaking point by a mile yeah and then um the mclaren coming down the downhill lost it to the inside that's right and uh i, I think he was just trying to get to the pit lane but yeah, it was it was odd. He went straight in to the tire barrier, and the car bounced around. But mm-hmm. it was like woof. Anyways, now so those three that was eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth, from seventeenth all the way up to first, they all finished on the lead lap. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, at Lime Rock, mm-hmm. that that's pretty damn good. Yeah. So uh, overall, I guess quality race. Um, it it was an Aston Martin weekend. In GD Pro, the yeah. Aston was. Fast out of the box, mm-hmm. fast in qualifying, took pole, won the race. Um, I don't really think they were challenged. Um, that car could always pull a gap. Um, mm-hmm. The interesting battle was second, third, and fourth, which was the Lexus, um, the Faf Porsche, and the Corvette. They, they just they got stuck in a train. Yeah, unfortunately, and it was it was hard. Like each car would just get enough of a gap, but they couldn't mm-hmm. gap the leader. So, right. Um, but, um, overall good race. Um, and GT am, or whatever they call it, uh, harder racing Aston won there. So it was mm-hmm. double win for Aston Martin. Um, 
it was uh, then Porsche was two three in uh, the GTD Pro class, um, AM class. So mm-hmm. good to see. Yeah. Um, again, it's just a um, that's a tough weekend. It's just for a race fan, it's it's. Uh, I mean, we've had our gripes about it, but I mean, yeah. it, it's it, the, the so so this year they had VP fuels. They had IMSA GT class, then they had the VP Challenge yeah. series, which is the LMP3 and LMP3 and GT4s, but they call it GSX. GSX, and then. So, so that's those are two series there, and then they had a standalone TCR right. race for the Michelin Pilot series. Yeah. The past couple of years, it's been Michelin Pilot, IMSA GT cars, and then the Michelin Pilot series, which but is the GT4 and the, and the TCR and the TCRs. And of that race, of those two races, the yeah. Michelin Pilot race was typically the better race. Yes. Just because a the amount of cars yep. and you had cars passing cars within class, mm-hmm. cars passing interclass cars, so yep. that was always fun. Um, but it's, I mean, I'm, I'm from okay. a ticket perspective, it's not that expensive. But yes. from an entertainment perspective, in between the races, yeah, it's, it, it was like it's what, not, it was like a car corral. It's it's not what it was was a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, there is no reason um, outside of lack of paddock space. There's no reason they couldn't bring in the Porsche Supercar, uh, the Porsche Cup cars. You could bring in, or bring in the Lamborghinis, or just bring in the Mazdas. Yeah, the Mazdas though would be all over the place. Yeah, it's <laughs> like fifty of them. Yeah, but I, it would be fun to watch. Yeah, well, I get it. But but one year they did they did have the local SCCA Mazda Mazda, right. Mazda MX-5. Yeah, that was fine. That it's was just fun. the. It's not that it's it's a low. It's. I know. I know. I know. There's a lot of track from, action. Yeah, I know they went from from two series to three with for this year. Yeah. But it's it's there's just dead time in between. Yeah. And it's just it's brutal. And the dead so time is absolutely all. brutal. Yeah. It's absolutely brutal. Um. The, yeah. The VP nice ad, but I. You know. I don't know. I'm still. I, well. I was when I flipped on the recap. There yeah. were six LMB threes. Yeah. And like. 10 gsx so i was a little <laughs> disappointed there just in yeah. the car count so i mean it, yeah. it's i know it's a tough race and not many i, I don't know if many people want to go to this race or not yeah. but i think part of the problem is it's 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 two days it's literally yeah. in friday they load in thursday yeah and then they 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 have to load out friday yeah. they gotta load out saturday night yeah i mean we've been there the, over on sunday and there's very few cars that are like Everyone's locked up. Yeah, but like you know, the trail trucks, trucks. There, there was there was up. one year that we we went as fans. We got there on a Wednesday night. That, but that was that was that was the bomb of all bomb weekends in yeah. terms of the fact that they ran the World Challenge Series was there. Yes, they yeah. ran. They ran Wednesday. I think we got there Tuesday. No, no, no. We got there Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, because they so, ran Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, so there was racing. Yeah, so World Challenge was one day event. I think they ran on Wednesday, and we just got there Wednesday. That was the thing. I think World Challenge ran on Wednesday, like their practice sessions and stuff. 
Mm, no, I think it they was... race Friday. No, because IMSA was there. Yeah, but they can do a race. Uh, there was there was a G, IMSA G, there was a IMSA Michelin pilot race, and it was an IMSA G, um, and that was when they were running LP three LMPC cars. Yep. That weekend, but <clears throat> yeah, that weekend. Oh, and they ran the Lamborghinis that weekend. That, that thing that's, was that whole weekend. That's was why packed. that weekend was. Yeah, that weekend was good. Yeah, I just you know I I really feel like the fans in the Northeast are getting really whacked. Well, you got to be more specific because Watkins Glen is in the Northeast. I, I get it, but but the Northeast is from New Jersey, New York City, to, up to Albany. And then all of New England are okay. getting seriously whacked on that race. That used to be the premier road mm-hmm. race. And then if you wanted to, you would go to the six hours at the Glen. Yeah. I just feel like Lime Rock's getting penalized. Now, it, granted, it can't run the the, the, the the prototypes. That's fine. I don't care. But as an IMSA fan, bring bring your other series. Yeah. You know, to, to you know, I whatever. I don't know. It's just, it's not, for me, it's. The eighty-five, what was it, eighty-five bucks for the weekend ticket or hundred dollars, yeah, like whatever. The price that I, I think Watkins Glen was a hundred. It was a hundred. It was a hundred plus twenty dollars for parking. For I paid the extra hundred twenty. Yeah, but that was but just for that was technically you got to get in there Thursday with that ticket. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get four days of racing, yep. so twenty-five bucks a day. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there's no shame in leaving the six hour early. Because you can get it on the XM radio. Yeah. You know, I mean, two hours to go. I mean, yeah, all right, you might mean this. But the amount of racing that you've seen up until that point yes. is immense. So, yeah. I, my, you know, going forward, I'll probably be making the trek out to Watkins Glen. Yeah. Unless something changes at Lime Rock. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing is the reconfiguration of the campground at Lime Rock is junk. Because now they got that FCP Euro yeah test the, track cart track that they got in there that's taking up a bunch of the camping spots you like literally camping on pavement well it you know what it's not it's not that it's the it's the space that we used to camp at that yeah the, they got taken out right because that berm is now being moved into yeah it's or, or, sorry, i mean it's sorry just, where, wherever it, it i think it was like the lexus it does truck a tent. No, but, yeah, that, but it's all that's it's all fine. But that FC, that FCP Euro stuff's all over there now, so they've taken up all this camping space. Yeah, but that but that track that pavement has always been there. That was an access road, but that on the left side of that, which is where we camped. Yes. Okay, that's even sh- smaller now. No, I I understand that, but that that's the point I'm making. It's it's I don't know. It's just so. whatever. It's not what it was. No. So and it's it's and I'm just not gonna I'm not doing the day trip down there because trying to get in there on a Saturday sucks. When yeah. you're trying to drive in from the hotel, you you got to literally drive with the teams. You got to leave at five in the morning, get to the track at six. Oh yeah. Um. That that's how you get in there. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just in an, there's no place to hide <laughs> in the sun down there. No. No. If if you're if you're making a day trip to Lime Rock. You got to get there super early, get the right spot, and then be yep. done with it. Don't yep. get, now, this isn't – the track itself, Lime Rock, has been making updates to the yep. track. the track is and, in beautiful and condition. It's, yeah, it's it's 
the facilities are great and they're getting yeah, better and they're better. better yeah. it's, it's not, it's not Lime Rock we're mad at. It's the, it's, 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 it's Imsa, Imsa, the only thing I'm mad about is the lack of camping just, space now. The camping space okay, has been yeah. kind of diminished. But, so. I, but I mean, it is just like, it, it has felt over the last three, three, five years that the track action has just gotten slowly less and less, less and less. And less yeah. Like there, there was one time I, I thought we, we sat, at our campsite for two hours with nothing going on. That was uh, I know, I know our last trip there. I know lunch lunch was going on or whatever. Yeah, everybody, but like everyone took a nap. But yeah, it was <laughs> there was like it felt like two hours of just nothing going on in the middle, middle of the day. Of day. I'm like, As opposed to that weekend when it was the World Challenge was there, we were yeah. literally having breakfast and they had a warm up session going yeah. on at like eight o'clock. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. That weekend. That was that was that was probably. That in the when they were running the Audis there, the R the R, what were those the R eights were running there the in GZ3s? AMS and no in a, AMS the Audi prototypes yeah so that's way back yeah yeah I mean that was like the well, the, the, mus- the muscle milk cars plus yeah. back in the day it was, you had AMS and then you had Grand Am so you had two Correct. race weekends right and yeah. the Grand Am weekend was typically in the fall which was awesome because it was like um, it was like yeah. October and it was mm-hmm. like first week in october it was beautiful yeah so um yeah i kind of missed that so mm-hmm. um memorial day yeah that's right the ams race was memorial day and then the uh grand am race so it was Mm-mm-mm. yeah it no, was, no 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 pirelli world challenge was memorial oh, day oh that's weekend. right yeah so there were three and then, series there. and then lms used to be fourth of july weekend, weekend right and then grand am in, in the end of september yeah so, so there were three weekends. There were three, yeah, three yeah. solid weekends. Yeah, and the, and the World Challenge races were pretty good. I mean, they just didn't draw a crowd. I don't know why. No, but it's... It's like the trans, the trans Am cars run there on Memorial Day now, um, but yeah. they, they're not... It's just, it's like, you know, it's cheap to bring them. I, I hate to say that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cheap series to bring there, but anyways. Um, they're just looking to run there, so I yeah. hate to say it, but anyways... No, it's just tough because they run Saturday and then they don't run Sunday and they run Monday. And it's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's just, there's nothing going on Sunday except a car show. Yeah, I I mean, I get, I get Lime Rock doesn't run it because, or run on Sundays because of their agreement yeah. with the town and the church. But it, that's yeah the track rules. That's what you got to deal yep. with. And that's how they're All operating. Right. So there we go. All right. All right. So rant close rant that. done. Rant done. All right, so let's move on to uh, Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Max won. Yes. Max won. Yeah. Keep, keeping the dream alive. Of keeping the dream alive. Red Bull um, winning every you race. You would never have thought that on Saturday. You thought the world would have ended. <laughs> and it was all Britannia. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <sighs> I'm, I'm not... I'm not sold on this new qualifying format either. No, I'm not Just, either. It, it's the first one. I expect some some what some um, mix up with the first go around of it because yeah. teams will yeah try and figure it out. Right. Once teams figure it out, yeah, it's it's going to be as is. Right. So. I. Anyways, I qualifying's turning into a gimmick. Okay, how so? Well, when you're playing with all the tires, it's just like just go out and just whoever's the fastest goes. Well, the, the this approach I don't mind. 
Okay. Because because it's not the knockout. It's not changing the qualifying format. Anyways, I see your point. So, you know, with the tires, you know, just trying to mix it up. Yeah, because it, it's it's not like the knockout qualifying where you're changing it to to something. Right. Like, but the, but the each, format is still the session, format. Yeah. Yeah. So it and yeah, you're because I can see the argument that uh that James Fowles made where now everyone is on the same tires it's not like a team like williams is using three sets of softs to get to the next round and then they don't have as many sets of tires as some of the top teams moving forward so i i can see that how that's good there but i'm i'm still not sold on it because i I think teams will will figure out how to adjust and make it work moving forward it is interesting to see the the cars perform on the different tires because I think that that argument does make a or or that's a good argument to make where you can see how the car you basically have to set the car up to perform on all three sets of tires. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, the other, I mean, at the the end result of the qualifying, though, I mean, yes, Lewis was the fastest car, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm not. This is like now I'm gonna sound like a Red Bull apologist. But the Mercedes on a one-lap pace is a quick car. And it was on light fuel. Yeah. All right? Um, I necessarily don't think Red Bull was trying to... I mean, if they could win qualifying, I think Max wanted to win it, you know, to take pole. But I, I don't think... I think Max... I think Red Bull's end game was the race on Sunday. Well, it... You can't also rely on just just the race pace either because you don't want to get yourself caught out right too no, badly no, no, no. in qualifying. I, I think they thought i think their thought was that they had enough to finish well max was going to finish in the top three i don't i don't care mm-hmm. unless something went wrong he was going to be in the top yeah. three okay in the top three if you're in the top three in the red bull yeah you, you're going to win the race okay mm-hmm. um sergio i mean needless to say the weekend started off horrendously uh, and then get better. I mean, yeah. like if he if that continued and he he conked out in Q three, yes. I'm gonna say he may have been gone after Spa. Uh, but I'm just saying, he may, maybe not. I I don't know. No, I'm just, I, it, it, let's put it this way: it probably would have sealed his fate for next year. Yeah. So, anyways, I mean, he rebounded, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the weekend, and then rebounded in the race. Um, I just the the over the top, and it in the the thing is whether you're on F one or you're on TV or you're on Sky on ESPN, the the overindulgence of British biased announcing is just. <laughs> you can start watching the watching the German broadcast. Yeah, I know. I guess that's what I probably I, should watch. I, it's just, I, it's, it's like, did you guys really think, like, I almost, I almost want to sit there and go, you really thought Lewis was going to win on Sunday? You can't look at it from that. You have to drum up the, oh, they could beat Red Bull. Yeah, on and, that, and it's, on qualifying. I just, I'm just saying, on, when you get, to, like, they were saying that it was a fait complete that he was going to win the race on Sunday. 
Oh, I didn't hear. Well, oh yeah, I, I guess yeah. I, I guess I don't watch much further after. Yeah, they, I, they, I just, no, no, no. That was that was the whole thing, and you know, it was like you know, like Team LH tweets that were like, hey, you know, and it's like, you know, like they all. Then it was all, yeah, Mac's gonna wipe him out in turn one. And I'm like, no, he's not gonna wipe him out in turn one. No. All right. I mean, no. it, if he got. If he say he he started second finish and got to third because allegedly because he was on the inside line on the start right which right. is the dirty side, let's just say Lando got by him. Mm-hmm. Once DRS kicked in, right, right. the the pace from Sergio proved yeah that the Red Bull had race pace yeah the Red yeah yeah okay but it's so, also also like it I know Max has a bit more pace than Sergio and it's not. What Sergio can do, Max can do as well. Right, and I just wasn't worried. I, I was like sitting there, just like I'm like, whatever. It's just get blinded by the Union Jack. I mean, I, whatever. It's just stop it. Be objective about it. Just stop it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's really like ESPN really needs to get an American set of announcers in there, or. You know, non-biased announcing crew. Okay, F1 TV. I really enjoy, <laughs> but I enjoy it more so when Hinch is on. Mm. Um, in the booth, I they have Coulthard in there, and it's like, just, I'm not a big fan of him. You don't like DC? No, I'm not a big fan oh. of him because Julian, I think, is just brighter. I like Julian. I like Julian and Alex Cheeks, but it's just like, you know, when you go, when it's, it's not so much them, but it's like you go to the post-race stuff and it was just, you know, Lewis is back. And I'm like, no. Yeah, but you watch the post-race stuff. I, I, I know, don't I know, but I'm like, I'm watching everything because I want to get all the news that I can get, you know? And it's just like uh, the, the post-qualifying show. I mean, but it was just like, you know, they, to, it was like honest, the end of the world for Red Bull. To be honest, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. When, uh, I don't, when I don't I, listen to the, I, yeah, the pre- and I, post-race show. Oh, not so much the pre-show. It's just more the post-qualifying show. You get a lot of nuggets and out of Any of, of the pre- or post, post-race post analysis Well, you're stuff. not a I fan. Don't, I don't think I'm missing anything <laughs> of them of them going, going in-depth on the same stuff that they've been going in-depth on for the past five, I mean, there was years. one great overlay of, yeah, Lewis faster in one second. That's where that margin came for the qualifying. Right. Which is fine. I'm just saying... Qualifying doesn't translate to race pace. That's all I'm saying. I agree. So I just don't understand why. No, because because you have to make a story out of nothing. When right. You, when and I think when that's the whole, what it, when, when the, the whole whole, the whole the, the season is basically over. <laughs> right. You know what it but is. The, but the storyline that that no one wants to acknowledge is or or McLaren's prop- gotten faster than Mercedes. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't even going for that. The I don't. I don't think anyone wants to hear the storyline of. Can Red Bull win every single race? Well, because to me that is that's way more interesting yeah. story to follow. Yeah, because, yeah. and and it's not, I, it's not that I don't want to see any other team win. But when you have a when you have a team that's cl- that's that you know, has this you shot know, to you perfection, know, you know, past halfway. Right. I mean, so, te- so what? Technically, I, well, they've they've beaten the most consecutive race wins but i think if they do one i think if this thing gets clinched by monza yeah just saying um the driver's thing i'm not 
saying that at yeah. this point the constructors thing is out out the window. It, I, it, I don't, actually, help. assuming Sergio can keep his head in the game. Yeah, but if the drivers thing's clinched clinched by Monza, you know, it, yeah, there could be a day that Max has an off day. I'm not saying it because he likes he likes to win. So, and the way he's driving right now, it's 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 pretty cool. Um. Sorry, I'm just trying. It it doesn't it doesn't look like. I just did a quick Google search, but it looks like the earliest Max could win is Singapore. Ugh. All right. Well, so I mean, you, you still got. There's no hope then for these people because you, he's you gonna. Time. Yeah, he's gonna. Because what? Uh, when is? Okay, so you got you got four more races. Yeah. Until I mean, until he, he could theoretically yeah, do it. Right. You know? uh, and that's so I mean Yeah, yeah, I mean he's got hundred and ten on uh Sergio. Fernando's still got six on uh Lewis and Russell's forty something back from that, and then Carlos and Leclerc. Lando's eighth, so he's sort of trying to close that gap but i'm sorry and and max winning in singapore is only true if sergio fails to score okay so it's it's gonna carry all right probably it's gonna go a little bit so there max does have a vested interest so but the the more likely race it says is probably qatar qatar all right all right well there we go so like I said, we got Max, Sergio, Fernando, Lewis, George, Carlos, Charles, Lando, Lance, and Esteban. Um, I'd like to applaud Alpine on a fine weekend. I mean, after <laughs> they were crap, crap in practice, crap in qualifying, and and got punted. Out of the they race. got punted, granted, <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's what happens when you start back there. Um, Danny, well, <laughs> Danny Rick got caught up in that. It wasn't his fault. I was going to say, it, it was the guy in fifth. That yeah, that fell back. Yeah, yeah, he fell back. So I, I don't know what was going on I, with that. Because that, that was a real shame for Alfa Romeo because that was a really good qualifying mm-hmm. and it, it looked like they had pace all weekend. But um, the stuff happens. You're, it's never going to fall your way all the time. But um, I mean, overall, again, I know everyone's like oh red bull red bull's dominating like someone's got to shake the order up I'm like it again i i sometimes think people forget like how dominant other teams have been yeah. in the past like mercedes oh sorry mercedes well mercedes ferrari when they had their and and even i, I guess even red bull when when vettel was winning there like yeah max is winning by like 30 seconds but the rest of the field is tight Mm-hmm. Like it is super close. It is Com- relatively speaking to what we've seen in the past. Like the Max isn't winning the race by over half a lap or almost a full lap and lapping, you know, up to like the top five. Like that's not what he's he's doing in some of these races. Yes, I know. I, I think Monaco was probably like the the exception where I think he lapped up 
up to somewhere in the top 10, but Monaco is tight and small to begin with. But at a lot of these other tracks, like you're seeing qualifying where almost the entire grid is within a second of each other. The, I remember watching qualifying and the the second and third best team were lucky to be within the within a second of the of the top team so to have the whole field within that it, it shows that that i i i think this cost cap system is working and i think you're seeing the benefits of it start to come to fruition now because you can see a team like mclaren make the jump that they have mid-season but i think that's because for our because the top three teams ferrari mercedes and red bull you can't you can't just spend your way out of it so and and i know that the that there have been some reports of sign of like you sign some sign an engineer or or someone an employee who's worked at these top three teams to the smaller teams but that's because these smaller teams now have a budget where they can afford them because the top teams can't keep them on payroll now i i think some of this is speculating on my part but i mean if if you're treating this cost cap like a salary within any sporting team this is the stuff you have to take into account so i mean it can you afford the big name uh technical people or or anyone who can work the the cost cap book in your favor you know like you it, it takes it it's it's a whole it's team a, to right now to it, produce what the car yeah, that, the, and the, the team that with, the red bull is with doing. the cost cap it's almost like these these teams need to look to the nfl to hire these capologists mm-hmm. I, I swear to god yeah these guys know what they're doing because um, the nfl works on a you're on a cap and and this cost cap system the the lower teams have already been operating in this method to begin yeah. with because yeah for them they can't just spend spend spend, spend. you right. have to do the research yeah. so it's and the top, make sure that top five teams that are really the ones that need to rein it in yeah because you you can't you can't just say like oh we found this much improvement on right. a part because we did one test it's right. like well okay but can you find something else so we don't it, waste the time and resources don't, don't, on one thing don't forget with Red Bull they're 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 only good. They're only the money they get is only the money is the money that comes from Red Bull sales. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, granted, it's a global brand and it's yeah. a mega mega global brand, but it's not like they're not getting a budget like Toto's getting from Mercedes, right? Or Ferrari's getting, mm-hmm. you know, um, <clears throat> you know, McLaren. You know, they're. Yeah, it's not based on them selling cars. It's it's their private investment that they get, right? And, and the money that they get by finishing where they do, you know, mm. and bringing in sponsorship. Now Zach is a sponsorship guru, so that's why they're bringing the sponsorship in. Now Red mm. Bull, it's a global, you know, again global brand. But I mean, if someone comes out and says Red Bull is like I'll kill you, yeah, I mean, it might. But <laughs> you know, mm. um, you know, it's, I, yeah, these, you know. They, they they really need to almost hire forensic accountants now to be mm-hmm. or capologists from the NFL to to get them to work in that space. So yeah. Anyways, um, so Max um, Max continues to romp on. Um, we go to we go to Spa mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, spa which should be fun. Uh, looks like rain. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully there'll be a race. 
<laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Should we get to the picks? I don't, yeah, I, I don't I, think Nate um, was able to get us our his. No. Oh, but, I'll put his in right now. Uh, he will, <laughs> Logan Sargent, uh, Lance, uh, Lance, and K Mag. Those are Nate's picks. Okay. Well, good for him. Um, I don't see anyone other other than Max winning this race. I yeah, think I, I McLaren, agree with you I there. Think, I think after the past two races, McLaren is definitely up there. If it rains, this this is where I take a different tack. Okay. I'm going to go, if it rains, I'm going to go Lewis. Winning the race. No, 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 no. Oh. Max winning the race. Lewis yeah. second. Okay. Um, and then I will go Carlos third because Carlos is pretty good in the rain. I, Checo will probably be fourth. Hmm. That's all. I'm just predicating I, on rain. I, th- I think. I, th- I think it'll be Max, and then it'll be a McLaren. Okay. Double podium. Yep. I, I think Oscar will finally get. Okay. That's fine. Get himself up there. All right. Okay. Well, there we go. That's our race recap. Two mm-hmm. weekends worth of racing recapped. Uh, let's um, let's talk about some news. Uh, obviously, well, I, let's talk NASCAR real quick because uh, they're going to be going to the, the road course at Indy. Um, news broke. Not th- not this week. Not this week, but late last week that Brody Kostecki. Sorry, when are they going to the Indy road course? In like a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yeah. yeah. So not, not this week. It's in August. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Brody Kostecki. Mm-hmm. is going to be coming and running the RCR guest car, which is good. He's he's had a couple of forays and some NASCAR events over here at K&N and mm. some other stuff. He's a good driver. Um, he's on a hot streak. He's a little bit on a hot streak right now over there, but that's because of this whole transformation of the supercars into this new um, platform they're running. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to compete. I he'll probably finish better than Button. Mm-hmm. Who else is running in that race? I don't know. There's somebody else that's running. Um, I forget who. There's somebody else that's not. And then, then there was the follow up mm-hmm. that dropped, and it was SVG. <laughs> now, I Trackhouse gets all the props on this. They, they sent a text interchange between Justin Marks and SVG, and said, "Hey." We should do this more often. And SVG's <laughs> like, yeah, I'd love to. Um, well, how about Indy? You know, and he was, and he's like, are you serious? And they're like, yep. And so, so SVG will be there. Then Kyle Busch comes out and goes, he'll he'll win. I'm like, mm, I'm not. He might. He, he's he might. Let's put it this way: he's going to be in contention. Yeah. All right. He. Unless he gets wiped out, he will have he'll be in the top ten. Yeah. Now, if he wins, I would not be surprised. Um. Because I, I there, NASCAR's run on that track before, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> let's see what else. Oh. Um. This 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 I found interesting. Um, Alfa Romeo, yes, could be 
coming a hypercar. Yeah, I, I saw that this morning. Okay, now I I see, you know, it says postpones decision on future factory motorsport program. Now, I right now, like it says, yeah, they're involved with Formula One. They, it's a badging exercise, okay? Yeah. So that's all changing because that's going to Audi. So if they decide not to do a badging exercise, say with Haas, yeah. so it's where it's Haas Alpha Romeo, it's, it's no big mm-hmm. ding there. But the fact that they may come to hypercar or right. or GT whatever deep what a DPI what a no, D, LMH. What a, LMDH. Um No, LMH. There's LMH and LMDH. Yes. Lambo is LMDH. Lambo is an LMDH right. running in both. Both, right. And Porsche is an LMDH running in both. And so Ferrari is an LMH. Sorry. Sorry. We're probably confusing a lot of people. LMDH, or sorry, yes, LMDH and LMH is what this this hype this yeah. new prototype platform is. It's called hypercar. LMH is yeah. hypercar. LMDH is GTP. No, GTP and IMSA. LMDH in Europe is hypercar. In WEC, it's hypercar. It's just two different platforms. You can run okay. one or two platforms. IMSA is only allowing you to run right now, this year, an LMDH car. Yeah. Next year, because they will have balance of pop, balance, BOP information from WAC, mm-hmm. uh, they will rehomologate their BOP to allow LMH cars. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why like somebody like Reese is hot to get one Ferrari over here. Yeah. Just to set the, mm-hmm. you know, come over here and you get your butt handed. Now, Toyota... Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, even if they run one car, mm-hmm. like, come on. It'd be good. It'd be great. I mean, Alpine is hot to run a car over here. Well, they are. Yeah. They're going to. They're going to. And Lambo is going to run at least one car here. Yep. We know that. I, I think this would be fantastic if Alfa Romeo comes. I mean, it'd yep. be great if Peugeot came. But they're not. The problem with Peugeot right now is you have to badge it as they don't sell Peugeots in the U.S., be some so it has to be badged as a chrysler product yes would be a dodge a dodge or (laughs) yeah chrysler a plymouth yeah (laughs) that'd be awesome (laughs) okay because because they do it as a jeep because the same could be (laughs) the same could be said for acura if they went over right that's wait if they went the other way because acura Acura is essentially north america yeah um but this is really an Acura program. Honda is funding some of this, yeah. but Acura North America, oh, no, HPD. And, that, and that's right. Toyota could come over, but Toyota might want to brand as Lexus. As a Lexus. Yeah. And the other advantage to doing that is that with the... Like, this is where Alfa Romeo may want to look at. Mm-hmm. Do they... Now, do they go, okay, we did our Formula One little marketing mm-hmm. exercise. Do we go to Hypercar and then... Can we can, can 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 we come up with a GT3 car? Could they come up with a GT3 Julia? Possibly. Mm-hmm. That would afford them the ability to run in WEC and the 24 Hours of Le Mans, both in the hypercar and on the GT platform. Yeah. We we know that they produce TCR cars. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it run here. It runs in Europe. Uh, so I mean, interesting interesting times. It was an inter- I did not. I must have missed the story on this from the folks at Daily Sports Car original story. 
and I saw this today and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, uh, they did um, the, <laughs> the other thing that was kind of cool was the uh, have you seen the new Civic Type R for Super GT? No, I haven't. What's this thing look like? It looks like a Subaru. I don't know. It looks awesome. <laughs> actually, no, you know what? I shouldn't even say that. It looks that. like the, a DTM car. I, I shouldn't even say It looks awesome. The the actually I I think the new Subaru WRX. Haven't seen that yet. The the taillights? Yeah. Look I, I think they look like off of Civic. Gotcha. But gotcha. that's just me. Uh some other things going on. Uh, a lot of the IMSA GTD AM teams. Okay, GTD. Mm-hmm. Teams with bronze drivers are a little bit up in the air about next season because the bronze driver mandate. If that goes out the window, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to see gentlemen drivers in that class because then it's going to be yeah. silver on up. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the bronze drivers do fund a lot of these teams. Right. So there's a lot of that going. There's a lot of interaction going on there. Um, a lot of behind-the-scenes politicking for that, so it's kind of interesting. Um other things that are going on. Uh, today, news broke that James Hinchcliffe tested a Kelly Moss Riley Porsche mm-hmm. GT3 car, so GTD car at uh, Indianapolis. Yep. So that's interesting. That's kind of piggybacks off of his um, Mazda ride at um, Watkins. Watkins. So could he be looking to <laughs> next year? In yeah. Ipsa, possibly. Yeah. Um, who knows? Um, what else happened? Uh, just trying. There was another story I wanted to. Was it F1 related? F1 Ferrari signed the guy from Mercedes. Mm, yeah, I, I saw that one. Um, the, the other thing that I saw today was apparently, uh, F1 is going to make an announcement about two teams. Oh, yeah. Andretti and High Tech. Those are the, the yeah, two prominent ones. Right. But, but why do make... they keep talking 11 teams? Like, I don't know. I mean, High Tech has, I don't even know who's using their motor. Like, what motor they're using? Probably Renault. All right. I, I, because because this, this equalization. Oh, of the, talk, how, the Renault. I, th- I, yeah. think, I think Renault is. I think the, the, the incoming teams are looking. Or I think Renault is looking to supply to the two incoming right. teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they said that two teams were going to come in. Or sorry, there's supposed to be an announcement of the FIA approving two teams. Of yeah, the FIA and approving then, two then teams. Then it gets to Liberty and yeah, Toto and the Crybaby. But this is going to be f- officially announced. It sounded like sometime the same towards the end of the month. The, End of August. End of August now? I heard the end of July. Oh. All right. They weren't they they were supposed to have an announcement. July fifteenth. Like, yeah. They yeah, were. Right, yeah. And it got pushed. Okay. So So anyway. Actually when when do we even know when this is coming out? Yeah, I don't even know. It's just it's uh whatever. It's and then we gotta listen to Toto and the rest of them scream and yell and it's yeah. oh. it's like boring as all hell. It's like whatever. However, if 
if it is two teams, yep, that come to the come to the grid, that means you get four new, four additional spots for drivers. Yeah. So, see what happens. Who who fills those? Who moves from what team to those oh, teams? So, good be, inter- be interesting. I mean, really, on the American side, it's really New Garden's the only one. The only other person that has a U.S. driver that has a super license is Ricky, Ricky Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, and that, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see Ricky. No. Um, I mean, because he's, he's accurate. He's Honda. Yeah, I mean, not not even so much that. I just. I, yeah, I don't think. I, is I that mean, even something on his radar? Possibly, but like if it was. You know, through Andretti now because they're tied yeah. up with his dad's team. I just don't see just because he's with Andretti does that mean he gets automatically moved up to Formula One? I don't mm. really see that. I, yeah. he, he hasn't raced at that level. No, that's that's what I mean. It's it's. And I it's mean, not he's raced he, at a high proficient sports car level. Yes, it's it's um, not that he can't do it. It's just not, he hasn't raced at a high level in open wheel. Yeah, he, I mean, if it was if he was in IndyCar right now mm-hmm. and he was in the top ten, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, the only person I see that's ready to go is, is J-New. Mm. I mean, Pelot definitely is ready. I mean, Pelot, they're, they're, they can go. Yeah. Whether or not they're going to get the, you know, it's a whole crapshoot. you got to commit to the guy for five years. Right. And they, they, you know, but anyways, yeah, so there's four drivers anyways. Mm-hmm. So that that's interesting. Uh, Stoffel Van Dorn will be doing the Aston Martin at the tire test mm-hmm. at uh, Spa. So yeah. Belgian driver at the... Belgian track post race post we race weekend, um, and then the only other thing that's floating around is Carlos Sainz continues to be rumored to go into Audi. Two years out. When is his contract up? Next year. End of next year. End of next year. So end of. He's 20- looking for extension beyond twenty twenty four. He's looking for two years after, so twenty twenty six. Right, because he has to get to twenty six. If not, that's why he wants an out to go to Audi. If he goes to Sauber now. Yeah. Or at the end of his contract. Because mm-hmm. I, I think Botas is up. I think I think both drivers at Sauber, I think both are up next year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because I know there's a couple of drivers up this year, but a, lo- a lot of them are next year. Yeah, that's so. right. All right. I think we've covered a lot. We have. We covered NASCAR without Nate. We did. We did. Um, what's next on the Red Mist racing racing updates? Came off two weekends. We ran it. Yeah, Car- Carmania ran it. Um, a, uh, went up to Vermont last weekend. We a third in tag and a fifth in World Formula. Fourth. Fourth in World Formula. Yeah. So overall, good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. A little stumble on the uh, start with a tag. Kind of bogged a little bit. Yeah. Don't know what was going on there. But it was a hot weekend. Oof. A hot, well, everything got condensed to Saturday. Yeah, everything so got condensed so we could God. run it on the big track, which thank is God. good. Right call. Because the monsoon that occurred on Sunday was, yeah, that was that would have not been fun. Uh, that would have just negated well, a short track weekend and a mess. I, it's not that I don't don't like running in the in the rain i, I i'm fine running in the rain but the you were focused the, solely on the big track the whole point of Cartmania is, is we run, run the, the big, big track, track. Yeah. so i wanted to yeah. run the big track so yeah. i was glad we Which got to do fun. that yeah yeah, yeah. And i was glad the uh nhka made the decision to do that yeah I think it, we worked out to everybody's advantage and mm-hmm. um i think everyone was pretty psyched about yeah. that 
And then you uh, did the New England Karting Challenge, powered by Pride, mm-hmm. over the weekend. Yeah. At, what was it? Rocky Ridge. Rocky Ridge. Raceway. Looked fun. 0.16 miles. Can't believe it's a shift of track. Yeah. The the guys, the locals up there do weekly shifter carts. Are they 125cc shifter carts? They're, they're the ones that, that we run with at NHK. Jesus. Yeah. Good for them. I It's... It's not. It's not that they do weekly. It's it's that they it's it's shifter cart racing on a it's short track. Yeah, it's like less, like that yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's it's tiny. It's tiny. So yeah, I mean it looks but fun. Yeah. yeah, the track looks fun, but like in a shifter cart. I know it's wild. Oh, wow. Anyways, um, and then what's what's next? Uh, ten, so you know, week mark? off, and then the next karting excursion is at any club club worth powered Sorry. by Pride Club Motorsports. Yeah. Tim with Marth with any KC, yeah, for round three. Round um, three. Yeah, I I mean I've been been there before, so I mean that yeah. that'll be a good track. But uh, I guess we'll just see how it and goes. Then we are then like two weeks a week out, week there's a week off, and then I think it's a week off, and then and then, and then, and then it's a double header week, double weekend header weekend. That's Canaan. the last double header weekend at yes. Canaan. So yeah, so season's winding down <laughs> quickly. So, anyways, all right. So we will look forward to talking to everyone next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, Nate will be back from parts unknown, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you then. Yeah. Good night. Thank you guys for listening to the Redness Podcast, hosted by Christian Abbott, Sean Abbott, and Nathan Lavin. It's produced by Christian Abbott, and music is by Alex Wart and Harrison Taylor.